it's finally that day and that time. Happy Friday. It's on like Donkey Kong. You're listening to Warren Beer and the Cheap Seas podcast, WBCS with Big Mike and Casey. Take it away, Big Mike. What's happening, everybody? It's Big Mike. It's Friday night. It's Warren Beer and the Cheap Seats coming at you live. Got a great show for you tonight. We're going to talk about the normal stuff we always talk about. Got a little bit of wrestling we're going to talk about. Hey, and if you're live with us tonight and you're watching wrestling, you saw The Rock come out. The People's Champion. The People's Champion. So we got more than just wrestling. We got, we're going to talk NFL. There's this Super Mario Brothers movie. And uh, we got a special guest, Rock and Roll Retrospective. Because Big Ed is still busy at the Montecito. So if you're ready, buckle up or don't buckle up and join us on Warm Beer in the Cheap Seats live. Take it away, Casey. WBCS. That's right. So we're we're back. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, howdy ho. Howdy, neighbor. Howdy neighbor so we watched the uh, super mario brothers uh movie i have questions about this movie because now it's streaming so we're like uh we were gonna see it in the theater we didn't and uh so we saw it you know sweet melissa's been pushing for it from the get-go um entertaining entertaining so the premise let me see if i get this right i i think i may be getting this wrong so does somebody does the like protagonist gets sucked into the game or does the game get sucked out of the tv no well no 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 so they don't get into the game per se but much like the story of the original video game of super mario brothers they come from the real world and land into the world of the mushroom kingdom ah and um you know the the game starts they're just two brothers that are plumbers and in brooklyn and um There's a lot. Look, there, there's a lot of nostalgia, and they do it smart in the game or in the movie because they they hide these Easter eggs all throughout. Because in the the opening scene, this guy's playing, which looks like you know uh, Donkey Kong, and, um, and it turns out it's like voiced by the guy that did like the original Mario, um, but like in the background because it was called like Punch-Out Pizzeria. They had characters from Punch-Out, like Pistol oh, Honda, nice. Glass Joe, like in framed pictures, and a picture of Little Mac and his trainer on a bike. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, and there's stuff throughout the whole movie. So if you're of a certain age. And for those, and we'll, we'll clarify, though, for those who are missing this, that's from Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Correct. Yeah, and I mean, there's stuff that they, cool they reference, like Gyromite. Uh, I mean, all the the original first gen, they even did a quick scene where he's playing Kid Icarus in his bedroom. Oh yeah, and they show a poster, a wrestling poster, and I yelled mm-hmm. like immediately. I saw him like that's Starman from pro wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> so they they did a good job. So if you grew up playing the NES, there's like all these little things throughout the background and, and the movie was pretty fun. And, you know, so the brothers, uh, you know, there's, you know, a big drain issue or whatever, a flood 
in Brooklyn, they went to go fix it and they found like this green pipe and they get like sucked into it and they end up in the mushroom. Did it make the noise? Sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they end up there, but they get split apart. Somehow Luigi ends up, you know, in in the world where Koopa is. He's voiced by Jack Black and um, and Mario ends up in the Mushroom Kingdom and he he's greeted by Toad, who Toad was funny. Oh, he was adorable and yeah, hilarious. Like he like, there's just one scene where they're right like, um, kind of more of a reference to the original <laughs> Super Mario Brothers. You know, when you go in those early castles and they're like, "Sorry, the princess is not here. She right. must be in another castle." They actually did that. They're like, "Oh, she's not here. She's in another castle." The guy's like, "Nice." <laughs> and the guy's like, "That's it." And he's like, pulls out like this pan, and then he's like. You think like he's gonna beat him, and then they're sitting down. They're like eating food together. And, and he's he like, goes, "All right, go, go, go inside." Go. Yeah, yeah, and he just yeah. opens the door. Yeah. <laughs> they're busy eating. Go ahead, go, go ahead. Good. But it wasn't really secretive. It was like, "Go inside." Yeah. Okay, let me open the door. Yeah. So, um, it, yeah, it was done pretty good. And then so the he meets the princess, and he's asking the princess to help him find his brother. Meanwhile, Koopa's trying to take over all the kingdoms, so she's trying to enlist the help of. Uh, Donkey Kong and get his army and you know and then it just ends up like a big like Super Mario Kart game but when you said it was smart it made me think of smart in a different like I don't know if this is what you meant or if I'm just making it all one thing but I I think it's true that it was done in a way where you could like look for the Easter eggs I didn't you know Casey had to point them out but once you knew there were Easter eggs and you started seeing a couple, you could pay attention to the movie and know what was going on, but also be like looking around. You know what I mean? It wasn't like you have to focus a hundred percent on the plot. You know what I mean? You, it was silly and fun and you could watch and look around at the screen. It didn't take the utmost extreme concentration to continue to follow the Correct. plot of the film. Which I think a film like that, that's the way they should be. They mm-hmm. should be fun, light. Yeah. See, when she says smart, I just have to say shop smart, shop S smart. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Army of Darkness. Nice. Anyways. Oh, you didn't right. make it up? No, no, no. Oh, I thought we were going to go make millions. Uh, we're working on that. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> so. Another good movie. I think we you know, we saw that in the theater with mm-hmm. Danny. Great movie. Oh, so uh, Super Mario. Super Mario. Yeah, it, it was uh, it was very entertaining uh, not, and not terribly long. You know, I guess they got the memo of me droning on since I started this podcast that these movies are too damn long. How long was the movie? Like just under an hour and a half, which is that's not where, bad. That's yeah. where you need to be. Like. Like, oh, you know, um, that dickhead that makes all these comedies that are super righteous, they're like three and a half hours long. You know, like that's ridiculous. That's a sporting event. Yeah, yeah. like no. Well, hour and a half. Yeah. Most movies, look, unless you're making the Godfather, it's an hour and a half. It was wasn't perfect. that pretty much the standard for forever. Forever and ever and ever and ever. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know if it was just because of film itself and the cost of it and uh, but Hour and a half work. And, and now that you say that, kind of makes me flash back a little bit. And as a kid, I kind of associated hour and a half to movies. Mm-hmm. Yes. Me hour too. was network television. Yep. Half hour cartoon. Right. Mm-hmm. 
that's kind of my pecking order, if you will, of how it's supposed to be you know films movie entertainment i guess you could call it well i mean obviously everything's at a standstill with the strike but i'm like i'm it's going to be interesting for how popular because the movie did very well in theaters um it was one of the top grossing movies uh, this year i mean it it didn't top barbie and listen wait which uh, one i'm sorry i was uh, the Super Mario Brothers did oh. very well in the theaters. Did very, very well. I got sidetracked um, by the message. And we, we need to talk about the movies they have planned because of... And this is the thing with Hollywood. They're run by morons. So Barbie was a hit, but now they're going to green light every game oh. that Mattel owns. They have Uno the movie. I've, yeah, I, I've heard this. How, how Wait, do you, that was a while back. Wasn't that like COVID? Polly Pocket the movie. Well, yeah, I don't see that. I I, really l- like, listen, there, I really there's like there's that. a lot of them. There's a lot of them. Polly like, Pocket was kind of fun. If you got annoyed by, uh, you know, comic book movies, and trust <laughs> me, those are trending down because. Well, this is the new. I see that was my next question to you: Are the video game movies and toy movies the new comic book movies? Yes, absolutely. I, I think, and, you're and right. I was concerned. See, I didn't want to see the Mario movie because video game movies have been. Horrible. And I can run through a list of, and there have been some that have been an exception, you know, or they've been like, okay, but still niche, like say like the Resident Evil with like Mila Jovovich, because uh, I was kind of into the game. They weren't great movies, but they weren't bad, but they were kind of like zombie movies anyway. So, so you got crossover in genre. Yeah. And so it's kind of a niche thing, but most video game movies, have been turds uh yes mm-hmm. uh turd would be nice yes uh a craptacular craptacular as maybe big ed would call it or something or you just say crappy we watched a youtube video after super mario brothers that showed 375 easter eggs oh yeah let just me 375 yeah let me see if i can find that guy it was Game X something. So it was Easter eggs from the movie. Game yes. Explained. Wow. But without one E in between Game and Explained. But yeah, it was all sorts of things. Like I was, I mean, I knew there were things everywhere, but like to see that YouTube, you're like, holy. Like There's stuff you miss. But I mean, how does somebody or how does a ton of people put something like that together? Well, that's the thing. I, it, it's a, a collaborative. Yeah. People are like, hey, what if we did this? Oh, that's a cool idea. Uh, you know what? What if we, what if we, you know? It's yeah, it, it was uh, on YouTube, their channel. Uh, they're, they're called Game Explained. But yeah, 345 Easter eggs. Wow. And they, they kind of break it down. It's uh it's a little, it takes a little bit, but uh, pre- pretty good job on them. So um, mm-hmm. if you... Like the movie, and you you wanted to find out all the other things that you could have missed, because uh, a lot of things happen like real quick that mm-hmm. you, if you weren't paying attention, you missed it. But kudos to the animators. I mean, there was a a lot of people they had to put together. You know, they put a lot of thought into it. You know, and mm-hmm. so you know, I, I do appreciate that. Yeah, and, and this is a this is an iconic game. Yes. that needed to be honored properly our generation grow up on it sure Mm -hmm. i told casey i want to play it now 
Like well, I for real would I would I would get sucked right back in. Well, and a lot there's a lot of music that reminds you of different yeah. things in the game, mm-hmm. or you know, which I that's smart and. and it pulls you into the film yeah. and it gets you doing just what we're doing now. Talk about it. Yeah. 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 It's fun. Um, you know, it's made for kids, but adults can definitely watch it. You know, I think it's, uh, for both. Well, isn't, isn't that, I didn't even know isn't that the, the way of the world now? Anyhow? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Most kid films, there's, there's adult humor, but it was like, I, I, you know, it was still clean, you know, it wasn't right. like, you know, they did anything. I would say they weren't working blue. Um, yeah, I didn't catch anything that was off color at all. And Which again, just, that you got to give them credit for that. Right. It's too easy to yeah, you can throw some off color stuff in there, and kids would never never get it. I mean, they didn't even do uh, one. That's what she said. You know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, they could have. They could have. I mean, they did in the office. Nice. So Super Mario. It was very good. Yeah, very good. And Luigi. Luigi. <laughs> yeah. He said you just got Luigi'd. He did say that. I'm gonna start saying that, and it's not gonna make sense. You got Melissa. And oh. people are gonna go, "What the hell is that?" Me? No. Mm. We're still we're still trying to figure that out. Yeah. That's what we do on this show. We're just going to stick with Luigi. Hmm. Yeah, Luigi. Luigi. <laughs> so, NFL, uh, we're heading into week two. Mm-hmm. Um, How quickly it starts. and So, Aaron Rodgers, that, that was uh, pretty quick. Very quick. Four snaps. At, at four <laughs> snaps and out for the season. I mean, he screws the Packers because if he – if he took 65% of the snaps, um, because part of the trade was a, a second round draft pick would become a first round draft pick, but now it's only a second round draft pick. Hmm. So, uh, now the Packers still got a lot in there, but that, that, that's a pretty big caveat to lose. Now, uh, apparently he was on McAfee's show today saying, that he's um, ready to, you know, get on the mend. And I guess he already had surgery. I did hear he was very um, positive outlooking about the sitch. Coming back this year. Wow. Oh, on it, this year? Yes. Oh. Yes. On the Achilles injury. So I, I don't know. That would be. That's a bit aggressive. I definitely have that guy peeing a cup. Um <laughs> But, hey, you know, we'll see. Uh, Buccaneers, uh, former Buccaneer Jordan Whitehead, uh, three interceptions to help the J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets win their game uh, without Aaron Rodgers. Um, but the Buccaneers did their thing. They looked uh, – They did the thing. You know, Baker did what he had to do, didn't turn over the ball. He lowered his shoulder a couple times and got some key first downs. Defense played great. Kept the Vikings in check and won a tough game on the road. Um, you know, so we got Chicago home. Chicago home this weekend. Yep, Chicago didn't look good last week, so maybe that's the trend. That's fine. Um, uh, you know, I wouldn't mind the Buccaneers. 
or two and zero. It'd be a nice change. Yeah, of be, pace. I you took the words out of my mouth. It'd be definitely a change good, change of pace. I think we, we got it. Yeah, I mean they they got some uh, they got some players. So um, you know the defense is uh, pretty good. The offensive line's going to need time to gel. That's a good song. The what song? Let's gel. I don't think I've heard Is that, that like song. a Batman song? No, I'm sure I sound just like the right song. Gentleman. <laughs> Gentleman. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Hold on. Let me sneak it. Oh, my. Right? Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. Wait, well while sad. you're sneaking it. That's what... And the, and the Rays, the Rays uh, had a key win last night. They have a key game. They can be back tied in the L, uh, American League East with the uh, Orioles. Ooh. So big four-game series. This is going to be the last time they're going to play the Orioles. So this might dictate who wins that division, who's the number one seed in the uh, wild card. Because both teams are pretty – you know, if they're, they're not winning the division, they're pretty far up on the rest of the pack of the American League, you know, with – uh, you know, somewhere around 14, 15 games left. Um, you know, they're they're gonna make the playoffs. Both those teams. We just don't know how the seeding's gonna fall out. It'd be so, nicer to win your division. Baseball's almost over. That's wild. Yeah, a couple weeks. Uh, we'll be heading into the postseason. So, you know, about two weeks left in the season. Two and a half weeks, and then uh, playoff baseball. You know, and and around that time, hockey will be back. So you know, the the cycle cycle this, continues. <laughs> the cycle of life. It, that it is a cycle of life. Oh, oh, collect a soul. Yes. Right now, yeah. you get it. Right. Yeah, that sounded exactly like you didn't <laughs> sound like. Yeah. That's what I was going for. Yeah, weird cover song you played there. I'm always right on. Yeah, I, I, your in, interpretation <laughs> couldn't have been any further from the truth. It's artistic. Well, you definitely took some artistic integrity. <laughs> it's artistic license. And gave a big F you to Collective Soul. <laughs> no. I would and all the Collective Soul fans out there. Yes. Hearts are breaking. They're shattered. Mm, shattered. Now they're in tatters. Oh, are we doing Rolling Stones? Yes. Oh, see? Actually, I think Different their album's eras. supposed to release this week. I don't know. Sometime soon. Have you heard anything off of it? No. Uh, but I think there is a single that was released. I just haven't listened to it mm. yet. wonder how good they sound. I don't know. But I'm interested to listen to it because, you know, Ringo was supposed to be a part of it and Paul McCartney. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about having the stones and the Beatles together. I mean, you couldn't really, uh, fathom that, but that's I, like crossing the streams and ghostbusters. Yeah. I mean, um, I, I like the idea though. I mean, there, there wasn't really much crossover really with them. No. Um, cause there were no interwebs. Yeah, no, I mean, the closest was like, there was this like one-off band they did for the Rolling Stones Rock and Roll Circus. It was called the um, the Dirty Mac. It was John Lennon, Eric Clapton, Keith Richards playing bass. 
And then I want to say Mitch Mitchell from the Jimi Hendrix experience, maybe. Um, I think, I don't think, I don't, I don't think it was the cream drummer. I think it was Mitch Mitchell, but. If you think about that, it's pretty amazing without the interwebs that they were able to collaborate. And I mean, I know that people spoke and blah, 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 and telephones and things, but. Magazines. Right. But you know what I mean? To like coordinate a big event or a big movie or taping with like everybody coming together. It happened like this. Ring, 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 ring. Hey, hello. Uh, yeah, I mean, a lot, a lot of those bands were all in that uh, London scene. So I don't, I don't think it was too hard to get everyone together. That's true. Good point. You know, but much like, say, the, you know, in the 90s, in uh, the grunge era, the, the Seattle sound, they, they were n- not really competitive with each other. Uh, they were, it was a very, but it was a very um, hive mentality about music. So you did have crossover of, of bands of that were Mother Love Bone and Soundgarden, Alice in Chains, you know, whether it be like Mad Season or Pearl Jam or uh, Temple of the Dog. Um, Brad, and that was the name of a band. Brad. I don't remember them. Yeah. The others I've heard of. So, huh? It's very yeah, we're seeing a commercial. So the Royal Rumble is coming to Tampa, Tampa, where we're coming from live tonight. Yeah, we're working on press passes. <laughs> That'd I be nice. Signed us up for for insider scoop. Yes. Can you imagine Subway there asking a question like, and uh, when can I challenge you for the Intercontinental <laughs> Championship? And they, As a giggle. Yeah. Gunther gives him a chop. And Subway goes flying across the room. Oh, man. Sub- Subway. Big trouble. And little China. Big trouble in little Tampa. Yep. So that's that's very exciting, and that's not that. That's January. That's yeah. That's right around the corner. Right, yeah, right around for the corner. sure. I mean, there's only a couple more pay per views to wrap up the season. Well, hell, look at this. We're we're quickly closing out September. Yeah, we'll be rolling into the holiday season. Before you know it, there'll be like Charlie Brown specials on. Mm-hmm. Yep, you're putting away your pumpkin spice or some other bullshit. But all you know what I've been in stores, Hobby Lobby in particular. Their Christmas section is already oh ridiculous. I, I don't it's, get it. it it's uh, Maybe let us is, get out of the summer, okay? This might be why I got sucked into the Amazon machine, and I don't go to stores. I'm not kidding. That could be part of it. I mean, I'm lazy too. I just avoid. I just avoid the Christmas section. Oh, I just avoid stores. I don't know. I'm still very antiquated. I like I like stores. I like them um, if I could find what I want, but I just the thought of going to a store right now and seeing Christmas things out makes me want to yell. Yeah, but also she goes like, "Should I go out?" And she's saying it to a, a cat, and the cat goes, "Meow." No. I guess that means like, no. Yeah, I guess I should. And, <laughs> and she don't, you know. Look at that. Face doesn't want me to leave, and really, all the cats saying like, "I'm hungry." He's like, "Can you feed me before yeah. you go?" Right. <laughs> Please leave after you put food down. 
He's like, obviously, you don't understand what I'm telling you. I'm saying. I want some vittles. Yeah, and when you meowed back at me, you said it with a grammatical error. Where'd you learn to meow? Yeah. Broken meowing? Yeah. <laughs> Gangsta meowing. Although, you know, let's... Uh, side noting, Publix has just a single end cap of Halloween candy right now. That's soon to blow up. Wait, what's blowing up? That's kind of smart, just a single. In Publix, there's a single end cap of Halloween candy. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That'll blow up into the whole front of the store in another probably week or two. But I like their style. Yeah, they kind of let you know it's about to happen. About to happen. It's like, here's the end cap. Warning. Here's, Here's some Reese's peanut butter pumpkins. Yeah. And I do like it. I, the next week you go in, you're like, where'd all this fucking candy come from? <laughs> yeah. I mean. Didn't you see the end cap warning? Hmm. I like so it. that's coming, folks. Halloween's around the corner. Yep. Crazy. And the great pumpkin. The great pumpkin. That's what I'm saying. Charlie Brown specials. Once you start seeing an influx of Charlie Brown specials, you know the year's coming to a close. Yeah. And you're. Rolling hard into the holidays. Yes. And I do like the Great Pumpkin. I'm glad you're bringing this up. I feel like I'm more prepared now that we've that's, discussed. Melissa, that's what I do. Uh, I prepare people. Right. It's my job on the show. I like it. I do. Yeah, well, you got to keep us prepared. Yeah. I don't do much else, but Somebody's that's what I do. Somebody's got to prepare us. No. So hopefully we got Lady Jill in the message board. If she's I was stuck in there, she's stuck in the message board. Oh no! I was hoping Lady Jill would call in. We went to Epcot over the weekend, and it was Lady Jill's very first visit to Epcot Center, <laughs> the House of the Mouse, Epcot style. It was pretty cool. We're talking to Lady Di right now about. <laughs> look at Lady well, look at that. little hey, little emoji. Did you uh, did you hear uh, Mickey Mouse divorced Minnie Mouse? I didn't hear no. that. Yeah, she was, she was fucking, fucking goofy. goofy. Uh, I wonder if you went to Disney. What what if you told like Mickey the, the guy dressed up as Mickey Mouse? What if you told him that joke? They I they get a bunch you. of characters and they start beating up on you. I did see Donald Duck. Yeah, Wayne Pooh's like, I'm going to whip your ass. I'm whip your ass. See, we all knew it was going to lead to a fight. He way. puts like a, a, he breaks a jar of honey over your head. One of those clay pot. Oof. That's probably pretty painful. I think Tigger Lady comes Jill's and bounces on you. I'm Tigger. Yeah. Hello. Hi, Lady Jill. Lady Jill. Hi. Live on Warden Beer in the Cheap Seats. WBCS. And before we start our conversation, Casey, our fans who are enjoying the show, all three of them. Yes. How would how would they get in contact with us? Well, you can reach us um, on X, formerly known as Twitter, uh, at Beer Seats. Uh, and you can engage us there uh, with commentary and what have you. Or you can email us at the show at warmbeerinthecheapseats.com. So, Lady Joe, I'll lead this in. What was your so we went to Epcot? It was your very first visit 
this past Sunday. Yes. So what impressions, uh, thoughts, feelings, go ahead and like, like Tell us your innermost feelings. You may not want to do those. I mean, I thought it was, it was nice. Uh, definitely, uh, enjoyed it. Uh, lots of walking. Okay. Really You've got like a huge Disney you, fan on the message board with you. So Lady Jill, what was one of your impressions? You said, oh my God, you talked about a certain room in the park. What room impressed you initially? What room? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. When we first <laughs> the what, what? bathrooms. There you go. What what was your impression, Lady Joe, of the bathrooms at Epcot Center? Amazing. They smelled great. I didn't walk in there and it didn't smell ah. like shit, you know, or anything else a public bathroom would normally smell like. So like my top two favorite bathrooms to go in publicly would be Bucky's and a Disney park one which which one wow. which one takes precedence which one's your favorite probably bucky's because they offer in each stall like a little dispenser where you can like wipe the seat down and a little hand sanny i thought All you were gonna say the beef jerky because I, I was, I was <laughs> well, that, really excited that, well, that would get me excited too but now uh yeah. What if they served the beef jerky in the bathroom? That would be like that, that's, that's I'm like if they had here. like beefy beef jerky dispensers at the urinal. Ew. Oh, yeah. Ew. Oh, oh, like uh, like 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 licorice. like a licorice, yeah. like yeah, like licorice, like the from, licorice in the by the urinal. Yeah. No, uh, from um, Wayne's World. Wayne's World, yes. Yeah, he oh. had the licorice in the the mobile in the Murph, which was Pacer. Yep. So if it had like a dispenser, you know, like a little knife to cut it off. Mm. Yeah. So while you're peeing, you're going to have beef jerky. Yeah. Not, you know. It's usually good to have knives out while you're peeing. No, no. It'd be attached to the dispenser. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So you, it wouldn't you injure your wee-wee. Absolutely. You don't want to drop it. You drop oh, it in the no. urinal. And then you're cutting beef jerky with pee germs. Yeah. Ew. Now you have them pee jerky. All right. That, that's that's how the show goes. So, yes, Lady Jill, she walked up to me. We got there. We all had a – it was like an hour and 45 minutes. Like, I got to take a shit. I got to take right. a uh, – Lady Jill no. goes, I got to take a dump. She's like, I can't Big Mike, you better. <laughs> no, Big she, Mike. She's like, I've been pinching this loaf for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I was the one driving. So. I thought pinching it was when it came out. Uh, well, it can. It can. Oh, if you're prairie dogging, there you go. Getting in the spirit. Wait, prairie dogging. Spirit. Wait, what does oh. a prairie dog do? Like pop out? Yeah, like whoop, whoop. hello, in and out. That's gross, but I did not. I had to go number one. <laughs> and let me tell you, as I walked up to the bathrooms, I was like, "Oh my gosh, it smells so good." A and fresh aroma. She's like, "Do you have that?" <laughs> that was very delayed but those people were excited about that bathroom a, yeah. a clean bathroom is important uh so many places just don't get it right i agree disney i told her disney doesn't fuck around disney does stuff right i just don't remember i i guess it's been i, I haven't been to a disney park since we need to go 
like 2005, 2006. It was super clean everywhere. <laughs> there was a guy in a like a like a plastic like jacket suit, like like a uh, hazardous waste suit. Yeah, looking gig cleaning the garbage cans. Oh wow! But, yeah, so yeah, like I said, Disney doesn't they don't do stuff half ass. Yeah. So, late, but I, I had a laugh. Lady Joe was very impressed with the bathrooms. Yes. So we'll move on from the bathrooms. Any good food? Because it was during a food and wine festival too, right? Yes. Yeah. There was a lot of food. We didn't really partake in a lot of a lot of goodies. We didn't partake in any food no, except for margaritas and beer. I did drink some Dos Equis. We were we did were. You to any, did you go to any of the countries? Yeah, we we did go to the world. No, we we briskly walked through the countries. Let's just be honest, Mike. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Really? Well, we so the, we all right. So Aww. it was a quick we visit. We want to go we, back. We, we want to go back. We went with we would went with um. The TL, legend. The legend. Yeah. Jill's mom. Yeah. Yeah. Our friend Wendy from church. Yeah. So it was, and we went after church on Sunday. So we're, we're there like two o'clock. Wasn't it about two o'clock when we got there? Yeah, one thirty, two o'clock. Mm-hmm. So you know, the you day's almost go gone. Back for the food and wine festival. Well, I was looking into that, and even being a Florida resident, the mouse wants three days out of you. They don't want to sell you one ticket; they want to sell you three <laughs> tickets. Yeah, like you, you realize I work. Yeah, it's like, listen, they Mickey, know. we know you're just about fun and frolicking. I usually have a no-day weekend, so I can't d- go for three days. <laughs> but we a, did. A no we, day oh, oh. We were there for a concert, so it was it was a quick visit. So Lady Jill got her taste, a little taste of the... Yeah, that's uh, good. I, I did mean, take Lady I Jill mean, to we, my favorite, one of my favorite attractions. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Yawn. (laughs) Yawny called. (laughs) God. What? So disrespectful. So disrespectful. The the Great American Adventure. The American Adventure. Uh, That's the stage show where you go and it. Oh, it's like bombs and things. No. 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 It's 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 about a half hour. How the country got started. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's just a brief history of the U.S. Animatronics with the animatronics. Oh, animatronics! It's hosted by Chuck E. Cheese. No, like close. <laughs> no, the the close. It's Ben Frank. The, the, the Groundhog from it. Showbiz Pizza. Was this? Listen, I'm surprised Big Mike didn't get up and do a standing ovation. Like he was so excited about this show. <laughs> I, I I like it. You got Ben Franklin and oh yeah. sweet. Sweet Melissa, you Ben Franklin's up. got like a big pint he's drinking the whole time. It was under the table. Who was it? Twain smoking a cigar. And, and yeah, Samuel Clemens was there, aka Mark Twain. Oh yeah. Oh. Even though they lived like a hundred years apart from each other, they were there together. That's the <laughs> that's the magic of Disney. I would have been yelling like, "I loved you in the musical 1776." <laughs> Wait, was it in a theater? Like it's in a theater, outside? yeah. So it's 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 both animatronics and film. Really? Yep. That, is that new ish? No, I've mm-hmm. been go I've been going to Epcot decade? Epcot since it's opened. It's 
He's like Eight. walks in, smells it, was like, just like just when like, I remember. <laughs> I did. I did say that. It was exactly like when I was a kid. Aww. And Joe just laughs at it. I get it. Joe is like trying to make fun of it during the show. I was almost getting upset. <laughs> I was like, shh, hush. I was falling asleep on your shoulder. I, I heard if you're real quiet, uh, like you can hear the ghost of Captain EO and he like haunts the park. With, really? With Figment. Do you, you know, we did not get to go on imagination to see Figment. Imagination. It's in its like third or fourth renovation. Imagination. <laughs> Figment was always fucking around. Oh, Figment is uh, is a big jerk. So for those who are not up on their Disney shit, Figment's a <laughs> Figment of your imagination. He's a purple dragon. Yeah. That it's like a ten year. It has the mentality of a ten year old. Yeah, just you want to take him on the ride. It's a small world, <laughs> and then dunk his head in the water. I don't because I like Figment. Mm-hmm. I mean, his name's Figment. How can you not like him? He's cool. You want to take him on Mister Toad's Wild <laughs> Ride and pray for an accident? <laughs> don't make this turn. Go right for the tree. <laughs> right for the train. <laughs> Although I, I, our friend Wendy, who is a Disney regular, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, gone, gone. Yeah, no, it's been gone for a while. Yeah, yeah. A lot of things. A lot gone. of those older, like almost carnival rides, are gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which is kind of sad. That that's. Yeah, but I it's mean, the evolution were, of things. I, I mean, I get were dated. it. Yeah, they were dated, and and you know, I mean, how many times can you go on those rides? Uh, me a, a lot. Million. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what, but once you're an adult, I mean, I, I ex- even oh, more than when I was a kid. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they're air conditioned, and yeah. it's Bummer. you know, <laughs> it's a great big beautiful tomorrow. That's a, what Shiny was great about like um, it's a small world and uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean. The yeah. AC is so cold on yes. those rides; it's so worth it because you're like. By the time you get in there, you're like, I think I have the heat stroke. And then uh, <laughs> then you get cooled down and you're ready to go again. Yeah. Listen, that was the only selling factor to the American Adventure. animatronic thing that we saw. No. It was cold in there. Cool. Oh, no way. <laughs> I don't know. She's looking at something. There's a little novel on the bottom. Oh. On both. On all of them. She's, we're looking uh, at koozies. Oh, she's she's so by koozies. Yeah, I, sweet Melissa's using your koozie, Joe. Yeah. That sounds weird, but that's. <laughs> Listen, when I bought it, Mike, didn't I tell you? Oh, sweet Melissa can use this when she's over Friday nights. Yes, that that was said. Thank yeah. you. I'll keep I'll keep it nice and clean. Well, thank you. It's very fun. So what else, Joe? What uh, we went on um, mission to Mars, Joe and the. The legend TL. Hell no. It's a centrifugal ride. So wait, which one? Mission to Mars. Fish, oh yeah, fish, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. badass. Uh, I, I, I see. I haven't even been to Epcot in even longer, uh, but I do kind of remember that one. So you get in, and it's rocket launch. Yeah, the way they, they and and you do feel the G forces the way they're doing it. They're spinning you. Right. And I figure I'm like, this is cool. Jill's Listen. like. There's there's barf bags on the ride. I'm like, yes! Any ride with barf bags, that's a ride I want to be on. If you're going to spew, spew in this. They did say that. The little disclaimer before you started the ride. Wait a minute. That's been there forever too, right? But it's always closed. Or a lot of times. It's been there a long time. I, I It's 
Again, that was one as a kid I did not go on often. Is it right in the front of the park? Yeah, it's towards okay. the front of the park. Okay, okay. Oh, man. We walked up there and I said, what's the difference between the two, the yeah. two lines? <clears throat> they have oh, one the spins less... and one does. And I was like, okay, we'll go to the spin one. Uh, yeah. It was, needless awesome. to say, my body got hot. I almost felt like I was going to barf. You had a barf bag there, though. Thank you, Mr. Mouse, for the barf. And all the TL was thinking was, oh, my gosh, how many times has someone barfed where I'm sitting? <laughs> yeah, that's that's what the legend was thinking. She's like, that never crossed my mind. I, I don't care. That's something you just can't think about. Right. Well, somebody could have barfed right before I got there. As long as they clean it up pretty good, I'm okay. It didn't smell like it. No, it's Disney. Yeah. They, they, you know. But the family next to us, they quickly they got, exit yes. after they got in. <laughs> and they were they were there as they were with a kid, two kids, right? Yeah. And they're doing the disclaimers. When you get in the line to go into the ride, hey, if you don't like spinning shit, <laughs> don't get on this thing. <laughs> when you get in, then you they let you into the like I guess you call it the auditorium. It's not really an auditorium, but get into where the ride's at the staging area to then board the ride. Oh, that's when everybody turns around. That they got oh no no they got all the way into the seats and <laughs> got up and left before every if everything, you know, they they buckled up and closed up what? and they 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 bailed. They got cold feet quick. <laughs> I think Lady Jill and TL were wishing they went with them, but that's okay. Wait, I would what, I would have stayed on the ride. What was the wildest ride that you went on? It that, that was it. No, we don't, they, don't they have like uh, I, we didn't get a oh, chance no. to go on Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah, that's the new one they have there. We tried oh, to fast track or test track or whatever. You want that a test was. track? What well, used cool. to be World of Motion with GM? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's now I, I miss World of Motion, but that's okay. Yeah, because they're like, now we're going to show you the new models this year. They roll out like a Chevette, and you're like, I don't think they updated this. Mm -hmm. well. well, they they did. Now that's it's not so it's Chevrolet branded, not just overall GM. So when you get out of this ride, all new Chevys, the Sunbird. <laughs> <laughs> they had they had some like Z28s and Trans Ams too. I mean, no gloss over that. <laughs> and a Sabre. a Buick Skyhawk. Wait, didn't we see a Sunbird? <laughs> some real turds, you know. You're like, thank you, Roger. Yeah, the J bodies weren't that bad. Hey, thanks, Roger Smith. Didn't They're we not see bad. a Sunbird recently? Um, I don't yeah, know. With the convertible. No. Oh yeah, I think I think they did make those, and I think that's what we saw. Yeah. The J bodies had their time. Sure, sure. They're not as bad as people want to make them out to be. No, no, no. I thought that Guardians the of the Galaxy had the Forenza was yeah, that's yeah. a J body. Yeah, yeah. I that only opened a year ago. Guys. Yeah, yeah. So new, here's new the ride. here's the part. Okay, uh, let let me go. Here's what Disney's all about: the magic. Here's what ruins the magic for Big Mike. Uh oh. Here's what ruins the magic for me. It used to be you go to amusement parks, and some of these parks, like Bush Gardens, are <laughs> still like this. Yeah, you, you get there and you just get your ass in line and you wait in line to get on these rides. Now it's all about you gotta get in the queue, you gotta you gotta yeah, have yeah. the app and get up. Come on, man. Oh, that, I that, that, understand that, that. That ruins the magic for me. And, and that's it's because I'm because of my nostalgia from the way it was when I was younger, and I get it. Here, 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 here. I'll I'll 
old. If you don't understand what he's saying, this is what he's saying. Back in my day, back in my we day, waited for we waited two in, hours in line, and and it was hot, and there's never fans. We <laughs> liked it that way. We liked waiting. We liked having the threat of sunstroke at any moment. That's right. For you, and we never complained. We liked it. And then, and then when we saw an animatronic James <laughs> Madison talk to us, we flipped our shit. For you New Yorkers, that's the same as we walk 10 miles in the snow and back uphill both ways. What Casey said is exactly 130% correct. <laughs> because right. I'm of that age now. I can I can do that. I can say that. Yep. Of that age. That's we right. also would rather arcades give out tickets rather than having the play cards like how some of them yes. do. Yes. It's very confusing. She said do do. Do do. Do do. Yeah, I agree. We went when we went to that one oh, arcade. Elevate. 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 So they they what do they put it on like a like a, a card. card like yeah. a plastic like a you can't track card. any of that. No, yeah, come on. I want them. tickets. Correct. I want damn tickets. You play these games and you have no idea how you're getting points or tickets or what. They I don't even know how many credits I. Yeah. How I, I don't know. I think I put a lot of money on. I think card that's anyways. what they want. You just. To lose Keep track playing. of it, Keep right? Money. You have no yep. idea. Dollars versus tickets versus credits. I like having the good old fashioned coins, and then hand oh, me yeah. the tickets and the, pass them. Oh, the like service. the tokens to put into yes. the. Yes. Actually, Elevate's got a, a Super Mario Kart arcade game, mm-hmm. which I wanted to play, but these little kids were playing it. Don't really, <laughs> listen. I really wanted to grab them by the collar and just drag them. So out you of can. It. You're an adult. Oh yeah. wait, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, survival of fit fitness. <laughs> Listen, kids, get the fuck out of my way. I'm an adult. It's That's my right. turn to play. I just hit you with the shell. <laughs> so um, game over, man. But so our our visit was very abbreviated, but it was fun. I had a good time. We went through I the had country. A good time. We, with, Jill got a taste of the world showcase. Yep. And then towards the end, I see. I can go and go and go and go and go and go and go. Lady Jill and the legend TL. They were I getting mean, worn out. It was hey, also okay. Sunday night. It was like getting dark. Plus we had another hour and 45 minute drive back, dropping you guys off and then driving to our house. That's okay. I, I would have kept going. Just me personally. Plus I ended up finding out I had two blisters on the bottom of my feet. So my feet were hurting. You so, do a lot of walking. You do do a lot of uh, do do. Do do. We did another do <laughs> do alert. You do a lot well, of. Mike walking. is no slow walker. I'm not a slow walker. I'm not a slow walker either. So I got we. I, mean, I walk like I'm getting somewhere. Yeah. Be, uh, there's a place. There's places I got to be. Yeah. Listen. There's like, a line. I have to get in and start waiting. Listen, no. I mean, I'm not a like, Mike. Am I a slow? I'm not a slow. Walker. No, 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 no. You're I not. Up, but I was wearing the wrong shoes. The footwear is important. Yeah. Oh. Footwear flip is flops are important. No, flip, I would advise no. against flip flops. No, no, she wears flip flops everywhere. Everywhere. Oh, sweet no. she's like falling down and tripping. I'm like, hey, I'm figure it out. I'm like, well, these fucking things are barely attached to your feet. But I'm fine, right? Sure. Well, until it rains, and then I'm like slipping and sliding. On my See, that's it. That's that's not good. You got to be prepared for all weather conditions. Hmm. Right. I feel like you just said wear flip flops. 
No, flip flops. Negatory on the flip flops. That's for all the weather. Uh, Who wants to wear wet socks? Well, I like shoes on my feet that aren't going to come flying off due to the lubrication of rain. They didn't. No, my shoes don't fly off. I just walk slow and carefully. Very slow. But I do all right walking in the parks with flip flops. Sure, sure. Without rain. That, that sounded very sure. reassuring. And uh, Casey. Yes, dear. There you go. Uh, Casey learned that tonight. Pre show. Uh, yeah. Oh. Pre pre show. Yes, dear. Pre pre show. Yeah. Pre showing it with the pre show. Pre show. <laughs> so, uh, Epcot, I haven't been to a Disney park myself since the early 2000s. Wow. So it's been a while. It's for you. been a long time for me. Uh, there was we a lot in this. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. I was gonna say we mainly went there. We were invited to go see the concert. I was telling Casey and Melissa, Toby Mac is who we oh. saw. I'm a fan now. Yep, was that's right. Good. He was good. Mm-hmm. We we almost had a heat stroke waiting the line to see the concert. Yikes! That line was crazy. All right, so for you, Epcot Disney proficionados it stretched from the auditorium in america uh past germany hmm. wow That's so it was very international this line is a very international yeah. line yeah <laughs> you had to show your passport to get to the next stage <laughs> but it was cool it was cool like a lot of fun it was a good time but definitely ideally you got to get to those parks early in the day because there's just not enough time mm-hmm. to see everything and you know we, we were there essentially we left around eight o'clock we did oh, do we some shopping yeah but not not long enough i mean once you once you get on a ride or two because let's face it you got to wait in line we did wait in line at test track we had to wait like for 20 minutes and we did 20 single minutes. riders for that. Yeah. 20 minutes there, half hour to see the American adventure. So there's 50 minutes you already burned up. Mm-hmm. Right. So you don't realize how much time you burn up waiting in line. True. Yeah. But cool. But cool. Good nostalgia that. for me. Took me back. I felt like a little kid. Which I mean, the joy. Best. Yeah, the joy that I had is... Toby Mac and cheese. <laughs> Who said that? Casey did? <laughs> You're paying good, attention to the message board. Yeah. Toby Mac and cheese. Yeah, the Toby <laughs> Mac and cheese, right? Toby Mac and cheese show. Yeah. That's funny. He's I'm sponsored by up... Kraft. I mean, it's... Uh, I, now, if he's sponsored by Velveeta, you're like, damn, he's got that money. That's liquid gold right there. I actually... You know what? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to... What, what would you prefer? I prefer the original craft. Now the Velveeta, much more it like has real its cheese. Time and place. Velveeta. Oh, I, Velveeta. I uh, see. Uh-uh. I'll take. I'll take original. Oh, hell yeah. I'll take original craft macaroni and cheese. Yeah, all right. He's uh, right. two against one. <laughs> no, I think Jill was leaning Velveeta. No, uh, Jill. Oh, we need a tiebreaker. What Velveeta shells and uh, cheese? Yeah. I just because of the household, I end up eating Kraft mac and cheese. So 
But no, no, no. It's not what you end up eating. What would you prefer eating? Do you yeah, prefer Velveeta exactly. or do you prefer the craft? Um, Casey's already throw, throwing up the V's in the hand, air. V's. <laughs> I think I'll throw up the K. Oh, <laughs> three craft. Damn. Now, if oh. I'm making like a cheese, obviously Velveeta. If yeah. I'm doing like a we don't have craft cheese dip. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, no, no we're talking. Hey, I'm gonna dip it in this powder. All <laughs> right, enough. <laughs> well, once you add milk and butter, it's it's then liquid stuff. Ugh. Liquid yeah. borf. <laughs> now liquid here, Mister, this cheese. is a Mercedes. <laughs> you guys, I did see Toby Mac a long time ago at Night of Joy. Toby Sorry. Mac, and and they have it like they have a you know where you get some sodas and stuff like hey they got the toby Toby every year i bet you that's how he got big yeah so sweet melissa in the pre-show not the pre-pre-show the pre-show she we were taught i was talking about it past week and she said i think i saw toby mac at night of joy Joy. oh so yep it was my birthday present from my uncle Matt and Aunt Maria. Thanks, guys. It was oh. so fun. So nice. But it sounds similar to what you guys did at Epcot only a while ago. Back in the day. Back in the day. So Lady Jill, you enjoyed it. Yes. Was it all you expected it to be? What was your anticipation coming in? Because everybody out there, Lady Jill asked me. Hey, did you look up Epcot? I'm like, what are you talking about? Did you see if there's rides and stuff? I'm like, see if there's rides and stuff. I said, I went there yeah. enough that I could have been a freaking tour guide. What do you want to know? What, so, I mean, uh-huh. Wendy was a great tour guide. Wendy did do a good job. All right. So, Lady Jill, have you ever been to the Magic Kingdom then? I mean, when I was a kid, oh, which man. was like two weeks ago. Let me tell you what um, you, enough. What you're going to want to do. And you're gonna lose if you liked Toby Mac. Uh, wait is it like Night of Worship or something? No, wait till you see the Country That's Bear Jamboree. Oh, Country oh, Bear Jamboree! Hey, awesome! Hey, hey, when, I love when that. the heads start talking, walls, <laughs> the, the mounts. Yes. It's, it's so good. That's what I was just talking about. Country Bear Jamboree, so cool. Oh, God. that's the pinnacle of animatronic. That and the Hall of Presidents. Oh, I the remember Hall of if you did, animatronic. the greatest president ever. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only time the other presidents ever booed. Like, <laughs> <laughs> <Lincoln>, sit down. <laughs> um, if you saw Country Bear Jamboree back to back with the Hall of Presidents, oh, man, your mind good. would explode. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be awesome. That's what I was thinking. Of or, or you're taking a good nap, you know. Not me, man. It's Country Bear Jamboree. Oh, Country Bear Jamboree. That I mean, that's pulse pounding. Uh, you know what? I give me a good old fashioned jug band. That's it. Know, that's a that's Garth funny. Brooks show has nothing on the Country Bear Jamboree. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lie. You know, I mean, uh, it's a good old fashioned hoedown. Hoedown, baby. Yep. So. Yeah, Magic Kingdom. Yeah, uh, Ma- Magic Kingdom's been a long time. No, uh, you've done the uh, what, what's Hollywood the th- Studios. Hollywood Not, Studios. is it Hollywood Studios? I don't yeah, Disney it, Hollywood Studios. They still call we, it that, right? Yep, we did that together. 
Remember? Did you have that? We must have been real young. No, you don't remember? Mm, no. Your mom and dad took us. It was you and I. The we, Hollywood Studios? Yeah. What kind of rides are, were in there? I don't remember. Maybe. There's a Jaws was there. None. No, no, no. That's Universal. That's Universal. Like, who had the rock and roller coaster? Oh. The... I think that ended up being that's in the... Uni- that's uh, Universal. Right? No, the... No. The, the Aerosmith. Yeah, the that's Aerosmith. Universal. That's Universal. No. Yes. No. I thought that was Hollywood Oh, Studios. wait, there's... No, you're Correct. right. I'm I wrong. I mean, however, I don't think it's there anymore. No. You're right. Okay. You're right. That You're right. 100% right. I take that back. Wow. The Aerosmith, yes. Indiana Jones. Yes, Indiana Jones. I got to get some of these right. Oh, they had like yeah, a live action. Yeah, live action. You, yeah. You'd watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now that's a little bit more familiar. A Bug's Life, was that there? No. No, that, that then. This, this is, is all pre- they weren't even doing, you know, they're still doing crappy cartoons. Oh, Hollywood Studios is I think uh, Roger Rabbit was already a thing there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah They yeah. did have some reference. Oh, yeah, that was good. Yeah, great yeah. movie. Yep. So no, we did that. I That was the last time. No, I, I take that back. That was not the last time that I did Hollywood Studios, but it's been a very, very, very long time. Well, now they have the Star Wars whole gimmick. Yeah, thing that, there. that's their claim to fame. Yeah. Which... Looks pretty awesome if you're a Star Wars fan. Um, yeah, I haven't. I mean, the uh, the last theme park out in that area was the Islands of Adventure. I I did probably ten years ago. Yeah, it's been a while, huh? Yeah. See, here's the only thing that gets universal. me on it. It's uh, man, the price. They're it, they they really hit you. Up. And Disney is the steepest, but it's the like other parts aren't no? Yeah, somewhere in that one. Yeah, we were on 170 bucks. Bush, Bush Garden, for children. Bush Gardens is the best value. Oh, Bush t- Gardens does. That ticket's like good for a year. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, they'll hit you up on parking, but there's ways around that. Uh, all of them hit you up for parking. Yeah. You know, I was at... I was on my work at, at my day job. Right. We have... ADP is our um, oh yeah yeah, payroll yeah. company yeah yeah so they got the be. Life Mart is ADP's like little portal for you know discount tickets and everything like that oh, so this right, week right, right. we had a good we had a good time we had a good time on Sunday and and the nostalgia was flowing heavy through Big Mike's veins and I was looking so I was looking into tickets um, yeah they they do it's a little bit of a discount. But again, the Florida oh, resident, Florida resident stuff, it, it, it's good, but they hit you up. You got to take three days. Remember, you, you had to bring like a Pepsi can or yes, or Coke bring can. a Coke or Pepsi, or whoever was doing the promotion, and they would give you. It, it would be a big discount. Yeah, on any of those theme parks would do that. I'd say Mike, I thought your with your discount, it was almost like half off for it was. It, oh, the Florida discount the, was so, way cheap. So check this out. So my. So the Life Mart through ADP, this, this, the rest of this month, I think the most expensive day ticket at Disney was like 89 bucks or 90 bucks. But here's the, here's the, 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 the caveat, you have to buy three days worth yeah, and you have to uh, use it before the end of the month. Yeah. And well, we're, we're knocking on the end of the month. Yeah. That would be good if you bought these tickets at the beginning of the month. Because you have to, you don't have to use them on consecutive days, which is cool. 
Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's just um, it's a bit much. Yeah. So. All right. Well, we have to uh, move on to our. We're moving. Our segment, uh, Lady Jill, you're more than welcome to hang out, but we are gonna. Uh, we got the last big, one. Big thing. Oh, you have something real quick. Well, we're Subway. I was gonna hang around oh. for the list, but I oh, can just go no. back in. No, Subway. Subway's. Uh, he's ain't... doing more important shit yeah, than doing he, our he, show. He, yeah, he, he got tied up with some stuff. So. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, no Subway. So, sorry. All right, y'all. I'll hop off the call, but I'll hang out and listen. All right. Thank you, Bye. Lady Joe. Bye, y'all. Lady Joe. Love you. Love you. Bye. Peace Bye. out, Day Day. Peace. <laughs> All right. All right. So here we go. Big Ed's Rock and Roll Retrospective. Take it away, Casey. Hey, thanks, Mike. Uh, So, you know, Big Ed, he uses big words and he usually does this rock and roll retrospective. And the end of the day, uh, you know, us at WBCS, we are, you know, music fans. We're passionate about it and we want to share the joy of music with everyone here. And that's why we're, you know, always excited about our partnership with Naughty Radio. So, um, you know, if there's an album that we discuss, uh, you know, you could go to Naughty Radio uh, on their website. That's N-A-U-T-I-R-A-D-I-O.com. You could shop. And don't forget, use the promo code Big Ed and you're going to save big. So, again, talking about Big Ed, Big Ed uses big words. He's a pretty smart guy. He has a lot of these technical uh, mumbo jumbo, uh, you know, talking about music, you know, I, I'm not like him. I'm more like Tommy and Tommy boy, except it took me seven years to get a two year degree. Tommy likey, but you know, uh, you know, look, we, we all love music and want to share this experience. So what I'm going to discuss tonight is Bush's razor, ba- uh, razor blade suitcase, uh, razor blade suitcase was the second album or sophomore a- effort. Uh, from the British band. The album was released in November of 1996 and produced by big rock producer, Steve Albini. Steve Albini had just come um, off really working with Nirvana's in utero. And that was one of the reasons why Bush had recruited him for this album. Uh, There were four singles that came off this album, uh, Swallowed, Greedy Fly, Bone Driven, and Cold Contagious. Swallowed end up being number one on the rock charts. Uh, another song, Mouth, was re-released later as a single on the subsequent album following this called Deconstructed and was also found on a movie soundtrack. Now, talking about, uh, you know, Bush was a pretty big band at this time. They had a lot of uh, success touring, selling albums, you know, the first album. 16 stone was a smashing success. Um, the critics were less than pleased with this particular album. Um, I, honestly listening to it uh, at the time. And now uh, I, I don't get it. Rolling stone had gave this album two of five stars. Uh, but you know, generally with Rolling stone, they couldn't get the pulse of music if they stuck their two fingers up their own rear end. Uh, Bush is Gavin Rossdale on lead vocals, rhythm guitars. Nigel Pillsford on lead guitar, backing vocals. Dave Parsons on bass and Robin Goodridge on drums. 
All songs were written by Gavin Rossdale. There are other players involved uh, throughout the album, such as Perry Montague Mason, great name, and Gavin Wright on violins, Frank Schaefer on cello, or cello, as I was, and someone named Winston that did some backing vocals. Like the little more backing story on who the hell Winston is. It's just got one name. But this album, it peaked at number four in the U.K., and was number one on the U.S. billboards for rock albums. Uh, did sell three million albums in the U.S., making it a three-time platinum album. So not not too shabby. So look, let, let's look back. It is a retrospective after all. It was 1996. It was the weird of times and the weirder of times. Here's a band from across the pond, if you will, that originally just came out of nowhere, you know, uh, forget about those other lugheads like Oasis. This is Bush. You know, there was a void that they were filling uh, because Nirvana had basically gone away because of the untimely death of Kurt Cobain. Uh, and, you know, they're just like, hey, they're going to fill the void. Bush didn't say they were going to do it, but that's that's what we were told. Well, anyway, 16 Stone was a successful album. And I feel at some point, everyone seemed to have that album on cassette or uh, CD. Remember CDs? I do. Anyways, I digress. Razorblade Suitcase is the sophomore effort. They enlisted Steve Albini, like I said, to help develop their sound. Uh, this album, in my opinion, has a bit more raw sound from the previous album. Feels a little bit more organic than its predecessor. It has 13 tracks and clocks in at 61 minutes and 43 seconds. So not too shabby. I mean, that's a that's a lot of uh, music to cover. Like every ni- 90s album, it has a small hidden track. That was just something you had to do. I don't know. Maybe it was congressional law. Again, music critics, highly critical of this band and album. But what the hell do they know? These are the same guys that didn't understand Nirvana when it was happening, or Bush, or any other trend before or since. So we here we are. We're going to plug in and we're going to turn up that sound. The album opens with a growl, literally, on Personal Holloway. You hear a dog growling. That sets the tone. This is going to be a fierce, loud, and an emotional album. If you close your eyes and open your ears, you can catch the sounds of influence, uh, you know, coming from different bands. And look, you'd say they were trying to be like Nirvana, but Nirvana was trying to be like the Pixies. Bush was trying to be both. And, you know, they were influenced by a lot of rock bands, and Gavin's talked about this, uh, you know, ad nauseum in interviews. But Gavin's voice, his voice does come through. Uh, we move into the next track, A Greedy Fly. There's a song that will repeat many themes throughout the album about heartbreak and loneliness. It hallmarks Bush's classic style to build to a crescendo, a la Nirvana and Pixies. That leads us to Swallowed. Just wanted to be myself. Hey, you said you wanted to love to try some. Hey, you said you wanted to love to die some in the middle of a world on a fish hook. You're the wave. You're the wave. You're the wave. Okay. We are three tracks in. Don't the guitar sound divine? I would say they sound sonic. The next track, Insect Kin. To me, it has much more of a punk feel. That's where I'm talking about that raw sound. And there's a lot of different moving pieces in this song. You can, uh, the, the arrangement's interesting. It's, uh, there are a lot of changes. It's, for, for them in their second album, it's a very complex song, in my opinion. Uh, now, what is the song about? Look, a lot of conjecture. It's not my place to kind of get into it. It's about um, 
uh, I think a celebrity flame. I don't know, but the song's loud and I just want to turn it up louder. And the last part of the song really shows what that what you're listening to isn't just some collection of singles put together by some corporate shell and calling it an album. You know, the song starts introducing tones and melodies of the next track leading into Cold Contagious. Cold Contagious is a different sound from any other previous Push song on the radio. Much different pacing, in my opinion, but enjoyable for me. Uh, it is a great uh, rock breakup song. And your suit me, suit me ways. That's a that's a line in itself, right? Well, the story is that Gavin wrote this album mostly on the road while supporting the 16 Stone album. A missed going through a long-term breakup. And when he would be around, he would be in one room writing this album and his uh, now ex would be in another. So that's life imitating art, et cetera, et cetera. Or as Subway would put it, am I right? That leads into a tendency to light fires. Thus far, the album has been at a blazing pace. And if you had this tuned up, the bass drum has been kicking your eardrum the whole time. Well, the song ends with a fade and we head into the next track mouth. Now, the this mouth would be a little different than the one you would hear later on the radio because it was uh, remixed for Deconstructed. Um, that would also get released onto the American Werewolf Paris soundtrack. Listen, when you listen to the song mouth, I suggest a drinking game to this song. Cheers. As you recover from your game, you can ironically listen to Straight No Chaser. Now we're slowing the pace down a bit, but my heartbeat's still, uh, you know, about 150 beats a minute right now. But Straight No Chaser stripped down, a bit more bare with some simple string arrangements added to it. It is a story that I see is that life can be much more simpler. Straight No Chaser. History is the next track. What I joined, uh, what I enjoyed is the guitars, a lot of distortion feels much more like a sonic youth symphony. There's another guitar term that I'm thinking, but you could tell me at the show at warmbeerandthecheapseats.com in case I misspoke. The next track is Synapse. It is a classic slow build. It sneaks the razor blade suitcase line, which Gavin had said uh, represents uh, the phrasing, anyways, represents emotional baggage. Well, the next track is Communicator. The last few tracks have slowed down the pace from the fury of earlier, but the tone seems the same. A lot of questions just seem to be unanswered. We roll into Bone Driven. The pace, is, uh, the pace and string arrangements can seem like you're confusing it with possibly glycerine too. It's been, you know, called that before. But the pace needs to stay slow for your recovery. After all, this is Bush, and they're going to start building things up again. That leads us to the last track, Distant Voices. This is Bush at their best. Slow build with the repetition, of course, at the very end, a hidden track. Again, I believe that was required by law. Overall, I call it a triumph. This is an album written in pain under the duress of traveling, touring, losing a love, and the pressure of repeating success. Gavin and the boys didn't replace Nirvana. They were just there when they were gone. They no less gave us passion, sound, and fury. Listen, I'm no Duke boy, Nissaquag, but you should still listen and enjoy. Oh, well done, Casey. Woo! Well Woo! done. Well done. And my man, 
Big Ed style. Yeah, I've been, well, you know, um, I've been listening and kind of prepping this one for a while. And 16 Stone was an album I'm very familiar with. Uh, I got pretty much early on when no one knew the album. I knew this album. I actually never owned it. So kind of going through that journey of listening start to finish was uh, pretty fun. So I, I'm going to be. It was like new to you. Yeah, it, it was new. Um, the arrangement um, and it, it had such a flow. What, what I, in the end, what I was amazed by it was how look, and this is what a good rock producer can do can help uh, help you develop your sound. But it, it feels like there's a flow to it. You know, some albums just feel real clunky. There's not a start or finish. This is like a it, it, a true album. And I didn't rate it. I guess for this you know, in the sense, but, um, I'm not, I'm not good at big ads, mono CD, mono CD rating. I, I would put it somewhere just like a hair under a four. Mm. Um, I, you know, I, I think a four is a pretty legendary album, but I, it, it's solid. I, I think if you enjoy rock music, if you like harder rock, um, or, or, you know, stuff of that era, I, I think it would be a, a worthy album of your collection. I did enjoy Bush. I was I a fan. Own it. So now it's our collection. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. I. I. And I've. I've enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, so I've been listening. Uh, you know, like I said, over and over, and want to do Big Ed proper on that one. Uh, but sounds like uh, maybe next week or two he'll be back. So, but he's got a couple albums lined up for us, and he's going to get us uh, educated properly. I think you did so good, Case. Oh, well, thank you very much. Yeah, very, very good, Casey. Fine job. All right. Well, so there we have it. Did Big Ed very proud. Mm-hmm. I hope he goes and listens to the album. I bet he does. Yeah, well, you know, he should. I listen to his albums. Yeah. You know, that's what we're supposed to do. With the uh, budgie. Budgie. Or something crazy. Maybe That's okay. Budge, budge. Yeah. So maybe he'll come back with a monkeys album. Oh. Well, I hope whenever he comes back, the Mexican lobster calls in because I think he that's should. His because, you know what? Wasn't he here earlier for a minute? He was. It, right. We got to I think the Mexican lot. I, I have. I started a friendship with him, so I'll reach out to him. I love that guy. I feel like he just showed up and said the name of a beer real quick and left, didn't he? He, he does have. drink Dos Equis. He does. I swear he was here talking about it. Maybe I dreamt it. He might have. He's so cool. He's like the coolest. Maybe we can get him to call in. Uh, we need to have him call in. Do you again. think that him and the cats would get along? I don't know if they speak the same language. Yeah, I, I wouldn't leave him around some cats. <laughs> the cats might eat the Mexican lobster. They might see oh. Mexican lobster as food. Yeah, they, they might chase them around with, like, drawn butter. Oh, oh man. That's true. That'd be a bitch. Yeah. That would be messy. That would be his worst nightmare. <laughs> that or living in Lou's fish tank. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, we got anything else we got to add for the, the week? Anything? No. Uh, any Any news? Anything exciting coming up? Um, State place tomorrow at noon. Oh, yeah. They're... they're there is a lot of big college football coming on. 
uh, and boy, everyone likes talking about Colorado. And I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, they still haven't played anyone. And they're like, oh, they're going to play Colorado State. And I'm like, all right, remind me how many times Colorado <laughs> State's done shit. Like, yeah. it, you know, he's out there beating Bible colleges. Hey, congratulations. Wow, You're winning games you're supposed to win. <laughs> I can't wait till they have to play like an SEC team and they get like walloped 44 to 2 or something. He could prime time his ass off the field. We do have uh, Bristol tomorrow night, which is a cutoff race. Oh, Bristol so, night race. Bristol night race. Great. So four drivers will not be continuing mm. their quest for the championship tomorrow night. Yeah, so so we'll get a recap of that next week. And just to remind everyone, I said the final four is going to be Larson, Busher, Truex, and Harvick. And Big Mike said Larson, uh, Lord William Byron the Third, uh, Hamlin, and Truex. Yep. So hey, we'll, we'll, Hamlin, I like your PJs. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. So I, I think. I think. Um, well. I think my final four bracket is not in jeopardy, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. It'll be interesting. Uh, We'll chat that up tomorrow or tomorrow. We'll chat that up next week. Next week. Uh, We could chat tomorrow. We can. We could. might not listen to us. Yeah, they're not going to listen. No. They're going to find other shit to do. Too much other else to do. Did you know USF plays Alabama tomorrow and they have the same record? I know it's early, but how funny is that? I'm scared for USF. Yeah, me no. too. I'm scared for Alabama. Oh, you're a lot more confident than I am. I am. Well, yikes. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> Appreciate you. I'll have a, I'll put a record on. Oh, excellent, excellent. So, treat Melissa, good job. Thanks. And I'll remind you folks. Uh, you know, don't forget to shop on Naughty Radio. Use the Big Ed promo code. This is WBCS. Remind you to keep the shiny side up, greasy side down. Peace.